Welcome to Top Stories. It's producer Chris here. Aung San Suu Kyi's house arrest was given a bizarre extension in August 2009. Andy and John tried to get their heads around the legal wrangling. It's bugle issue 86. Burma triumphs at made-up crime prevention. Top story this week, jailhouse croc. (laughs) You may remember that... uh... Several bugles ago, we talked about the American man who swam across the lake to visit the house of Burmese pro-democracy leader Aung San Suu Kyi, who then made the alarming decision to let him in, presumably (laughs) simply to let him dry off. Also, incidentally, this is how I now demarcate time, Andy. How many bugles something is. A unit of time (laughs) being one bugle. It wasn't three months ago. It was 12 bugles ago. (laughs) A good holiday would be two bugles long. I think of Horace as being around 50 bugles old. (laughs) Anyway. Are you counting additional episodes in that or not? Because that's where... Well, that's like the Jewish calendar, isn't it? With leap months. You know, (laughs) Leap bugles. Exactly. (laughs) Well, anyway, she has finally been sentenced uh, for the horrific crime of opening a door uh, to a further 18 months of house arrest, or to be more accurate, 81 bugles. (laughs) Now, (laughs) that sentence may seem dehumanisingly harsh, but remember, it is just the tip of a human rights abusing iceberg. (laughs) She has spent nearly 14 of the last 20 years in detention. That is a long time to be incarcerated, especially without having actually committed a crime. You would literally get less for murder. Now, the critics of Burma's military junta regime, which is pretty much everyone on Earth apart from Burma's military junta regime, (laughs) argue that the verdict is specifically designed to prevent her from taking part in elections in 2010. And you would need gigantic 20-foot inverted commas around the word election there (laughs) to be able to genuinely use it in that sentence. Yep, she's been up to her old tricks again, Hong Sang Sushi, the convicted criminal. I mean, I would look at it this way. I'd say if she's been under house arrest for that long... There must be something in it, surely. No smoke without fire. Well, come on, if a kid at school had spent 14 of the last 20 years in detention, you'd think, well, there's clearly an underlying problem. Yeah, bad kid. Yeah. No, you're right. They were very clever with this particular sentence, though, because the courtroom was initially told that uh, it would be three years in prison with hard labour for her. Then, after a five-minute recess, Burma's Home Minister came in and announced that the sentence had been compassionately reduced (laughs) to 18 months that could be served under house arrest. That's brilliant, Andy. Go in big, (laughs) and then hope that people are stupid enough to, when the new sentence comes down, actually be quite grateful. (laughs) You're hereby sentenced to death. Oh, God, please, no! Actually, out of the kindness of my heart, it will now just be 15 years in prison. (laughs) Thank you, merciful judge. (laughs) Thank you so much for sentencing me to 15 years in prison. What a lovely man you are. Now just don't ever park in that unmarked space again. Exactly. It's like a doctor <laughs> saying, you got eight months to live. Letting that sink in and saying, actually no, but I do need to lop one of your legs off. <laughs> but you wouldn't have thought, John, that uh, having a mad American man swim across a lake to your house would constitute grounds for uh, conviction no. of this type. But uh, that yeah. is ignoring uh, the fact that the crime committed by Ong Sang Suu was that crime of having an American man swim across a lake to yeah. her house. So bang to rights on that. I, mean, I don't think yeah. we can argue that she was guilty of that. Hillary Clinton has stepped in and said that she shouldn't have been convicted and called right. for John Yettle, the American man involved, to be yeah. released. Yeah. Well, I would say, butt out of it, Clinton. You know, last <laughs> week we had Obama telling the US police how to do their job. This yeah. week, Clinton's banging on about the Burmese judicial system. Yeah. It's not right. your business, Hillary. <laughs> have you ever been tried by a Burmese court? <laughs> no. Well, you don't know what it's like. You've got no right to comment. 
<laughs> well, what of the American swimmer, though, Andy? He was sentenced to three years in prison for breaching uh, Miss Suki's uh, house arrest, three years with hard labour for an immigration offence, and another one-year term with hard labour for swimming in a restricted zone. <laughs> and he didn't it's, have his Veruca socks on, either. It's that last one that really stings. A year's hard labour for swimming in a restricted zone. That is some strict lifeguarding. What is wrong with blowing a f***ing whistle or waving a brightly coloured flag? Baywatch would have been a very different programme if David Hasselhoff had spent his entire day running across a beach with a bikinied colleague in slow motion to sentence a rogue swimmer to 22 months hard labour for venturing outside the designated paddling area. <laughs> Clearly there's something that they need to add to their swimming conduct posters. No running, no bombing, no heavy petting and no visiting pro-democracy leaders. <laughs> So, well, the international pressure must be working a bit, John, because, as you say, the sentence was immediately reduced, just uh, 18 months more on the house arrest, so housework rather than hard labour, so that's, you know, good news. <laughs> yeah. And, as you say, you know, given that she's already spent 14 years under house arrest, or what might charitably be described as a non-voluntary staycation, you know, <laughs> she must be used to it. I guess she must be bored. I mean, how many times do you think Aung San Suu Kyi has reorganised her CD collection in that time? Oh, many times. She'll have gone through alphabetically yeah. by artist, alphabetically by album, release date. Yeah. She'll have gone through the lot. Yeah. But it does look like she's destined to be the nearly woman of Burmese politics, John, because she came so close to winning that uh, election in 1990, but uh, just missed out when she won by a landslide with nearly <laughs> 60% of the vote and 80% of the seats. I mean, it was so close. <laughs> so close. If only she'd been leader of the military junta, she would have won. I mean, that's, within, that's how close it came. Within touching distance. Yep. The response from the world has been to condemn this sentence, uh, apart from Burmese trading partners, China and India, who've instead stared at their shoes and muttered <laughs> something about how nice the weather's been recently. <laughs> British Prime Minister Gordon Brown and UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon uh, released a statement describing her conviction as profoundly disappointing. But... For something to be genuinely disappointing, do you not have to have reasonably expected another better outcome? <laughs> My goat penis hot dog was incredibly disappointing. <laughs> but then what was I expecting? It was made of goat penis. <laughs> Were they really expecting the court to suddenly say, hold on, this case is absolutely ridiculous. This, this woman is clearly innocent. Let's release her now to rightly defeat us in next year's election. For God's sake, we've been acting like complete arseholes. Why didn't anyone say anything? <laughs> But um, uh, the international community is in a difficult position, John, because what, what can they do, really? Because last year's reaction to the devastating cyclone in Burma showed that uh, General Tan Shui's government is very much operating out of the couldn't-give-a-flying <laughs> school of rulership. <laughs> I mean, his country is supposed to have signed a new uh, Association of Southeast uh, Asian Nations Agreement on Human Rights, but I think he only signed it to get a free copy because he was running out of toilet paper. <laughs> there have also been complaints about the harsh sentence for John Yetor, Yep. who suffers from epilepsy, diabetes and post-traumatic stress disorder. So really nothing that four years of hard labour won't bash out <laughs> of him. Right. We've yeah. mollycoddled bastards like him for too long. The Burmese tough love approach, I'm <laughs> sure, will do him a lot of good. Yeah. Along with the international community's strong tuts, whines, moans and gripes, the UK announced that it will be pressing for an arms embargo against Burma. Now, isn't the big question here, is there not already one? <laughs> Why has the world been arms-dealing with them all this time? <laughs> Apart from the obvious answer, because they have money and we'd like some of it. <laughs> if there isn't international support behind uh, a full arms embargo, perhaps we can all just agree to give them terrible arms service next time. <laughs> 
get their order wrong, be surly to them over the phone, make it deliberately late in delivery, send it with missing parts and then claim that it's just that they've lost them, that kind of thing. Not so much an embargo as an infuriation. It's the British way. Exactly. <laughs> it's the best we can do. That was another top story. Thanks for listening. More slices of satire tomorrow. <laughs> oh, can't wait. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.